This is Melanie Ake. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Kelly Lehman of Cranberry Fields and learn her strategies of stepping into her purpose and how her story began with a vision in her own backyard. I'm really excited to share what's happening at Everyday Leaders. Go to everydayleaders.com. Subscribe to my website where you can learn strategies to become a leader in your own life. On the everydayleaders.com podcast page, you can connect to the guest of the 2019 Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit and listen to your favorite episodes of the Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Now, if you're ready to take the next step and become a leader in your own life, go to my Everyday Leaders store, select the Life Strategies courses, corporate strategy workshops, or even personal coaching. Go to everydayleaders.com, subscribe, and keep up to date on all of our programs and valuable leadership lessons. When you subscribe to Everyday Leaders, you'll be entered into our monthly giveaway to receive a round to it. If you need accountability in your life, this is a great way to start. Go to everydayleaders.com and become a leader in your life. Thanks for being on the show tonight. Hey, Melanie. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. This Uh, is my first podcast. (laughs) This is awesome. I found out about you through my great friend, Susan Scroggins Mavoides, that lives next to Mm. you in Cranberry, New Jersey. And yep, love Susan. Man, she goes, you guys are two kindred spirits. You have to get to know each other. <laughs> and so, of course, I followed you. <laughs> and, like it, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, you have so much to teach me. <laughs> so no. The two of us, please, already on the phone back and forth. I know we are kindred spirits. Susan, she, she's, a, she's a good egg. She knows things. She, she is a good things. egg. I, my company is Make Connections for Life. And I'm telling you, Susan is the power connector. She's awesome. Yeah, the real deal. The real deal. So... So you have so much to teach us. Your company is Cranberry Fields. And as I started following you, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's not just about having a flower company. You have done this. You have followed your passion. And this show is about leadership. And so I really am excited for you to help people understand, like, if they are thinking about doing something and they really love that thing that gets them up in the morning and they've got to just do it all the time, and they want to teach to follow it because you have done this with your passion and your dream. So tell mm. me, tell me about Cranberry Fields, the name, how you thought about this, and where where this kind of kicked off in your brain. Uh, okay, so I guess it was about probably about nine years ago. So I live in a, a town. Our, the town we live in is Cranberry. It's spelled C-R-A-N-B-U-R-Y. So that's the name of the company. It's cranberryfield.com. And um, basically, like nine years ago, I'm, I, was, I'm, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had four kids. And, um, they, you know, they were in elementary school. My youngest was just going into, I think, kindergarten or first grade at the time. And, and you know, I kind of wanted to, to, to do something 
that wasn't full-time work, but I wanted to go back to work and I was kind of struggling with like, well, you know, how do you juggle all these kids and the schedules, but yet, you know, still work. And at the time we had just moved to, well, we had moved to Cranberry five years prior. And the place that we moved is on say like a nine acre piece of land. And we're surrounded by farmland, like that's part of the property. And so there were cornfields and soybean fields, you know, like surrounding the house. And then farmers would come in and, you know, they would farm the fields for us. And it was just like, just so beautiful. And there's like a little river in the back. And it was, you know, just so wonderful watching these farmers grow this corn. And we would have corn mazes for the kids and, and just, you know, like a, a, a picture of perfect, just beautiful space. Mm-hmm. But then when I decided, like, what do you want to do next? I said, wow, wouldn't it be great if, if we could be surrounded by flowers? And I started like, you know, just like Googling flower farms and lavender farms. And then, you know, all of a sudden this like explosion just like happened in my mind. Like, wow, can you imagine if like the house was surrounded by like acres and acres and acres of flowers and that could be like a business? And so um, that's what we did. We wound up putting in, the farmers helped me out. Um, Some of the local people here, um, a gentleman named John from Cornucopia up the block, he had, you know, like a, uh, you know, like a whole landscaping company he came in and they gave me rows and rows and they taught me how to do drip irrigation and I just started like you know reading books about farming and we put in like thousands and thousands of flowers the first year and what I realized was once the flowers started coming up they all came up like at once Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden we go out in the field and there's like you know like 40,000 flowers out there and I'm like oh my gosh I have like no customers to sell this stuff to (laughs) And at the time, like, I wasn't even sure how to harvest it correctly. I was waiting till it was in, like, this full-blown stage that, you know, wound up it would only have, like, two days of vase life. Mm-hmm. And I started trying to sell these flowers to the local florists. And it was horrible because they were like, well, first of all, your flowers haven't been conditioned the right way. The stems aren't going to hold up in our arrangements. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, you're, you're kind of doing everything wrong. And it was heartbreaking. Like, it was devastating I was like wow I put so much time and effort into this and you know like you're almost like it's so unfair how can how can I make no money like this after this you know first year or two (laughs) and then I was actually complaining at a friend's table I was like at a party like a dinner table and I was like I'm such a failure I can't believe that this you know this is all blowing up in my face I'm so embarrassed I put in all this work and and I'm a failure, and the florists don't want to buy from me. When they do buy from me, it's like 10 cents a stem. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to be dead and buried in this field before I make $100. <laughs> and um, they said, you know, one of the girls, um, her name is Dana McMahon. She said, I'll buy flowers from you. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, like if you made like bouquets, like I would buy flowers from you each week. And then like a few other women at the table said, I would buy from you too. When I go like a flower club. And they're like, yeah, why don't you start a flower club? And literally that's how Cranberry Fields, like this, that part of the business of me selling flowers direct to people kicked off. It was over me literally having a nervous breakdown at a table because I was such a huge failure and didn't know what I was doing. But you know what? Some of the times that's the thing. Leadership lesson, right? Sometimes that's exactly how it happens. You get to the point where you're like, what am I not doing right? I feel so connected to what I want to do. And then I talk so much about Shark right. Tank, you know, pitching your thing on Shark Tank. What's your 30-second pitch? What are you passionate about? And then you've invested all this time, but you go, why can't this work? What am I not seeing? Yeah, why is, what am I, right, why am I being so full? Like every step that I did, I did wrong. And it was, you know what, and I'm realizing now, like as you look back, you know, hindsight's so great. 
Like there were no goals that were set up. There was no business plan that was set up. It was all very, the passion was there, but the business planning was not. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, you could have saved years worth of effort and, and time if you just would have had like goals set up. And, you know, things like that that, like, you, you kind of learn later. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a huge fan of failing and failing big because I do it often. I do it. And then, you know, at one point we started, you know, started selling the flowers. And then we're like, well, we could probably make money doing candy buffets, too, because that ties into the whole event flowers. You know, and then you, you start, like, spreading yourself too thin, which is another mistake. Mm -hmm. So now we were setting up these giant candy buffets at these sweet 16s and these bar mitzvahs at these weddings and we're bringing the flowers in and the candy buffets. And it was just like running like a gerbil on a wheel. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, what are you, what are you doing? Like you, you're not really being like an authentic company. Like you're, you're doing everything, but you're doing everything poorly, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that was like another mistake with the company where like, I just kept trying to do like too many things wasn't, you know, I didn't have like a focus. And I have to say when things really came together, probably was about maybe two or three years ago when a friend of mine was saying, why are you only selling your flowers local? Why aren't you looking at the bigger picture and getting on like YouTube and doing how-to videos and trying to like, you know, reach a bigger audience? And I was like, well, you know, what do you mean a bigger audience? And they were like, well, why don't you just like make a, like a couple videos and, and put it up there and see if people from like other states like it. And then I was like, well, then I got to figure out how to ship <laughs> to other states and keep them fresh. And you know what? But that idea stuck with me. And my husband was great. Uh, my husband, Sheldon, he's like a serial entrepreneur, too. And he's the one that helped me figure out how to ship these bouquets that we make nationwide to 50 states, and he helped me work with, you know, UPS and FedEx, and we found a system where we can now sell not just to Cranberry, New Jersey, but we sell our bouquets now to 50 states nationwide. Wow. And then I started doing a couple of really horrible videos, put them on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, they were literally, I put them on YouTube, but yet I filmed them vertically. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was no person in it. It was me, like, with the shaky camera, filming it vertically, this horrible, you know, non-thought-out script. But people started watching them because I was telling them how to deadhead zinnias to get more, you know, flowers, how to plant your sunflowers. And then all of a sudden people were like watching and they're commenting and they're like, thank you so much. And can I order your flowers? And I was like, are you kidding me? People from like Utah want to buy my flowers. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that whole the social media kind of kicked in. And so, you know, that's kind of where we're at now. So we've evolved from you know, selling the flowers to, you know, the, the, the florists that didn't want them to having a very small localized floral company net, it kind of evolved to like selling nationwide. And now we're actually flower and garden influencers where, you know, we're on Instagram or on YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, and garden companies are paying me to make videos now to like help promote their products, mm. like their flowers, where it's you know, anything like garden related. So that's kind of like we're, we're, we're totally headed now. So I have a, a YouTube channel called it's the Kelly Lehman channel. And it's basically all about giving people great garden tips, how to grow beautiful flowers. And that's my favorite part of the company right now. That is so awesome because here again, how you started it is you saw this vision. You saw these beautiful flowers in your acreage and you just wanted to be surrounded by beauty 
And so what I've watched you do is you give people tips. You know, I've, I think I connected you the other day. I said, Hey, Katie Couric's got something on her peonies and she's trying to keep them beautiful. I'm like, here, I'm connecting yeah, you guys. Great. I was like, oh my God, Katie Couric. <laughs> then, then of course I went and stalked Katie Couric. I'm sure she blocked me yeah. because I sent her like, like five <laughs> like direct messages like, Hey, I'm the flower farm from New Jersey. Hey. And she was kind of like, yeah, well, okay. Crazy lady block. So I don't know. But no, yeah, that was great. But it's awesome because you know, Everybody loves flowers. Everybody wants to be surrounded by something that makes them feel good. So whether it's, like you said, candy buffets and bar mitzvahs and parties, you always have some kind of a bouquet of flowers to celebrate making that moment special. And so what you're doing is you're bringing so much joy to people to say, look, there are so many things that you can do to create something simple. And I love your approach because you're just like, look, this is this is not hard. Right. You just kind of think, take, take it down and break it down into a very basic. Here's how you can keep these longer. Here's what you should be doing. Right. And simple yeah. tips for even me that travel so much that I could say, oh, if I planted this this kind of, you know, um, peony or or rose or tulip or whatever, I can make an arrangement and put it on my dining room table and really make a statement that and I can make it last right. because you've taught me yes. that now. And so amazing, right? Like all these little tips and and they and they work. I'm I'm always amazed when it works. I'm kind of like, wow, that peony really didn't die after that tip. Wow. And that's the thing, because you know, some of these and and so what you're doing, you know, everybody wants to garden, everybody gets in the mood, and you live in New Jersey, and so you don't get to enjoy flowers all year round just from your garden because you get snow and you get cold weather and you have to, you know, think about those things and, and you're not in a climate where you can always be looking out at, out at your garden. You know, you've got a plan for that. Right. So so talk to me right. about, and I really want you to help me understand, because I love this, how you said, I've got all these flowers and they all come up at the same time. <laughs> mm. So when you thought about and you look back out at your, your garden and your, and your space and you said, okay, what makes sense now that I have a business plan in mind? How did you change that from everything coming up in two weeks to what you have now? So that's a great question. So the first thing I did was I went out and I bought a book. I wish I had it in front of me now. I think it's called the Organic Flower Farmers like Guide to Farming. And it's basically this flower farmer um, that gives like step by step. And the idea is to do something called succession planting. So my husband Sheldon and I will go out like um, right before like, like, you know, like the frost, like the last frost. And he starts churning up the field. And then, you know, that's another thing with farming, like the money that you make most of the time is like dumping back into like machineries and tractors mm-hmm. and, and all sorts of plows. And like, you know, it's like crazy fun stuff, but you know, you have to learn that stuff too. So we wound up getting some, some good farm equipment and he'll go out there, he'll churn up the soil. And we know that like right around mother's day, we start putting in like thousands and thousands of sunflower seeds, zinnia seeds, We'll put in a cosmos, but we'll continue to plant. I'm still planting now. So once we put in that major, huge planting, which is like right after the ground, you know, is not in danger of frosting anymore, we plant like almost every single week, sometimes every every two weeks, like if we're away or whatever. But we are out there constantly so that we'll have like 2,000 sunflowers come up and then like Oh, two weeks later, we have another thousand sunflowers coming up. And then three weeks later, another, they're almost like staggered in the field. 
And then another secret to the success is that we do something called repeat bloomers. So we've got thousands of zinnias out there. And the beauty of zinnias is that they're going to continue to bloom right up until the cold. Mm. So if you keep deadheading the top of those zinnia flowers, they'll give you new blooms like every couple weeks. Wow. So we have continuous and cosmos are the same. A lot of celosia is the same. So you start learning like the really like the workhorses of the garden. And so you start planting more and more of the workhorses that are just continual bloomers. And then the ones like sunflowers that are one and done, you do that succession planting. And then my big secret are the, the big daddies that I call them like the peonies. So the peonies and the hydrangea are the ones that are going to come back every year as perennials. Mm-hmm. So once you plant them and they're established, like you're done. Like that's it. You go out there, you check them. You might give them a little bit of fertilizer. You might, you know, just change the, you know, mix up the soil a bit. But other than that, like you've got, like I've got hundreds and hundreds of giant Sarah Bernhardt peonies that all come up in spring. Wow. And that's something that you can't control because they do all bloom at the same time. Right. So what we have to do is, yeah, we do something called dry cut with those where we kind of dry cut the stems. We don't put them in water, but there's a whole method to refrigerating them. And I'm actually still um, making arrangements now. It's July with these peonies that we dry cut back in May. So that's like another method of keeping the flowers blooming longer. Everybody goes and they go to receptions or weddings or events. And we look at peonies because those are such a staple flower. Those are beautiful. Those are the bushy flowers that people love. But they talk about insects. People that have them in their gardens say, oh, I love them. But the insects infest my garden area. and, And I don't really like that. So what's your tip for that? Great question. So that's like one of the number one peony questions that I get asked every year. So here's the thing. When the peonies are in kind of like that, that tight fall stage, before they start to burst open, they've got almost like a, um, like a sticky syrup on top. It's like a nectar. And what happens is the ants like to crawl up on, you know, the, the peony ball, and they like to kind of lick off that, that nectar. Now, here's the thing. You know, some gardeners go out there, and they're, like, horrified by this. They're like, oh, my gosh, these ants are... You know, they're, they're ruining my flowers. I got to I gotta get rid of them. And the, the truism to that is that they're designed for this by nature. And it's very symbiotic. So the ants are kind of like licking up that nectar. But while the ants are there, they're also getting rid of any kind of aphids or tiny, tiny little insects that really do harm the peonies. Mm-hmm. So the ants don't harm them at all. And there's like a wide scale, but I don't know if this is true or false. I mean, it's kind of like 50-50 when you, when you read online. Some gardeners swear that that once the ants lick off that nectar, that the blooms start to open up faster because they kind of get rid of that stickiness. Uh-huh. Other people say that. So why they'll open up with or without the ants? So at the end of the day, the ants are there for a reason, and they're actually helping the peony to bloom. And it's keeping, well, it's keeping the, the, the other ants away, or, the, or not the other ants, but the other like aphids or the other small bugs that could harm it. So it's actually a good thing. And then, you know, what people can do is just kind of knock the ants off and, um, or they can just kind of spray them with some water or they can kind of dunk them in like a little bucket of water. And at the end of the day, if you really go back and if you look at your peony bloom, once it's full blown open, usually the ant problem is no longer there because once that syrup's gone, the ant kind of usually, usually moves on to other, to other, you know, like 
you know, unopened blooms. Mm -hmm. So if you can find just, you know, the ones that are more open, you're probably not going to see too many ants. And if you do, you can kind of just dunk them in a little bit of water, just kind of brush them off. Well, I love that because we talk about design, right? God has designed a plan for all things on earth. And I really believe that. Perfectly. Yes. I'm done with you. And he did a really great job. I mean, come on. (laughs) But same thing with flowers because people get freaked out. They're like, oh, I can't do this. Or if I want to start a garden and I want certain flowers in it, I don't want the insects that come along with it. And so you just have to prepare. You have to know why things are designed around it, right? So if you plant certain flowers next to each other, or like you said, sunflowers, right? You have these, these, um, uh, times of the year that you're just knowing that these are going to come up and they're going to be so beautiful. And and then you can take these in and, and make these in vases and you can enjoy these all year round. I love what you said about taking the peonies and freezing them. Like, I wouldn't have thought about that as a gardener until I started watching you and going, oh my gosh, I want to use these all season long so that you can really enjoy and be a part of that beauty all the time. Right. So if you put them in that refrigerator, you know, it, as long as like you don't freeze them, freeze them, but if you put them in the refrigerator, right, you could have them for like months after that. Is that crazy? It's like crazy. All these little tidbits that you learn along the way, right? It's crazy. I mean, I'm in medicine and I think about, you know, when we talk about tissue and cryopreserving them, it's just like flowers. <laughs> wow. Oh, you know what? How interesting is that? Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, things are all designed the same. You just have to know what your specialty is. And when you, you get into, you know, what you really are passionate about, I see so many similarities in what our industries are, what we love to do. And you, and you really think about it and you break it down in this simple format uh, and you can help everybody kind of understand how you do things today, you can do the same thing in learning a new process. So if I wanted to learn flowers, I started watching you and thinking, this isn't hard. And you have learned by fear and failure and restarting and growing your business. So you're not just about teaching us the things about, you know, having a beautiful environment. You're also teaching us about how business runs, how you can change yourself on a dime and think about, planning is going to make your business so much more successful and trying things, right? Trying things new. Right, that's the key, right? Yes. You got to keep going, right? Like no matter how much you fail, you got to just keep slapping it against the wall and eventually it's going to stick. Eventually it's going to stick, but you're you're doing things that you are continuing to be passionate about and you're changing the game and you've got your YouTube channel that people can follow you on besides Pinterest and Instagram and everything else. So if people want to learn what you do, how you do it, um, besides this cranberry fields um, that I connected to, how can they go and order flowers from you today? Oh, so that's a great question. So we actually have a website, and it's cranberryfields.com. And once again, it's spelled like the town, not the berry. So it's C-R-A-N-B-U-R-Y.com. And that's where, like, you can take a look at uh, the flowers that we have. We do, like, beautiful burlap wrap bouquets, and we ship them overnight, and we ship them to all, you know, all the, the 50 states. So, yeah, so cranberryfields.com would be the place to check out our farm and what we have to offer for those bouquets. That's awesome. Well, Kelly, thank you so very much for being on Everyday Leaders, being a leader in your industry and your passion. I just absolutely love that we connected and we're going to do some more things together. 
I want to invite you. I do Facebook lives on my everyday leaders so people can really see you and, and you maybe you can teach a lesson, uh, a live lesson yeah. on on flowers, which would be awesome. Uh, because oh, that's a great idea. I yeah, love that idea. I yep. really love this. And we'll promote each other on our YouTube channels with that. And um, and so with the Airstream, maybe we'll bring it to Cranberry, New Jersey, and we'll do a little oh, show. Oh, how <laughs> fun with that. And you should bring it during like either peony season or sunflower season. We'll roll you right into the field. That we'll would have be. Like a whole setup in the middle of the flower farm. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm in for it, girl. That would be great. We will do it. I love it. <laughs> we will do it. We're doing this. We're so doing this. Oh, my gosh. Well, you <laughs> are. Well, this was great. I appreciate you having me on the show. This it meant is... a lot. It was a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. For your first show, see? You failed forward and you said, yes, I'm going to do this. So this is going to be awesome. Uh, and oh, we, my. I feel like I talked a lot. So next time I got to kind of trim it down. Yeah, it's like being uh, the chatty patty, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. No, this is awesome. <laughs> this is a whole new format. And and so it's really great. I'm so excited that you were on this uh, 2019 of Everyday Leaders. And so, Kelly, thank you very much for coming on. And again, thank you for showing us what it is to be a leader in the flower industry. Thanks so much, Melanie. This was great. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake with Everyday Leaders. I wanted to invite you to join my leadership class. It's Life Strategies 101, where I'm going to take you through the everyday 15 laws of growth. It's an amazing journey. It's 15 weeks with me as your personal coach. Join me, everydayleaders.com, and sign up today.